This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So the only thing left to say is, you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via the app at participating restaurants, 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Good evening, everyone. Good evening and welcome uh, to Extra Time, uh, the Wolves fan uh, phone-in show. And for this one, we're going to be uh, obviously looking at another defeat for our beloved side, Wolverhampton Wanderers. This time by three goals to nil by uh, Chelsea over at Stamford Bridge. We're going to be uh, chewing the fat on that. We've got uh, obviously guest lineup already on the phone lines and in the green in the green room to come on, and um, we're going to be chewing the fat. But the facts of the matter is, Wolves have played nine games. We've got six points, and we've still only scored three goals. It's quite a nice cemetery that's the nine, the six and the three, but it's not one that we really want. We'd rather have it the other way around. Played three, scored six, nine points, but this is the Wolves way, isn't it? So we're going to be talking about that. We're going to be uh, obviously discussing um, the latest on the uh, the managerial situation, uh, which we'll hopefully hear some more on, um, you know, this week. And we've got, obviously we're going to be reflecting on the day, Man of the match, performance rating, your highlights of the day. And, of course, I'm sure during that we're going to also be talking about the uh, the fantastic achievements of uh, Manny, who's a regular here on the channel and on the podcast host as well. Um, you know, walking 120-some-odd miles from Molyneux over two and a half days in all weather conditions, all terrains, to arrive at Chelsea just before two o'clock at Stamford Bridge, um, and raising over £25,000 for what is a, a very important charity, um, uh, Dementia UK. I know that he's got the he's got some crutches sent round to him today, so I think he's really, really struggling. When we walked back to the car to in, yesterday with him after the game and after we'd done the instant reaction, he was walking like John Wayne. Um, had been on a horse for he was you know he could see he was really suffering. Um, but he managed to get it through. It was quite an emotional when he came and he arrived at Stamford Bridge, you know, there with, uh, with his wife, Sabi, the hugs, the tears, the emotions, and uh, a load of Wolves fans, uh, you know, 
flying the dementia flags uh, for Dementia UK as well. And um, yeah, so absolutely fantastic. But we're gonna we're gonna kick off. We're gonna kick off underway. We've already got ninety four watching in the stream, and I'm gonna bring on. He's normally the bookend at the back, but this day is the bookend at the front. Hello, Josh. How are you? I'm good, thanks, Dave. You all right? Yeah, I'm good, man. I'm really, really good. Um, you know, busy old uh, couple of days, and um, you know, you're looking very smart. Nice top you got on there. You know, it's it's <laughs> Albion might get that idea of having the the blue. Yeah. I was thinking that then as we were sitting in the green room talking just, I was just thinking, actually, I'm looking like I'm wearing an Albion colours tonight. Yeah, they'll, they'll get ideas. They will. They'll get yeah. ideas. To be honest, the only consolation for me at the moment with the situation that Wolves are in is the, uh, the you know, the, the, the fun down the road with uh, Albion and their problems as well. So yeah. the fact that they're having a, a major load of problems means that they're, Similar sort of situation, actually. They're shooting and can't yeah. score and can't win either. Probably means the Albion fans are a little bit quiet on uh, having a go at our little, having a pot of hard situation. Yeah. <laughs> uh, were you there yesterday, mate? I was indeed, yeah. Well, there's loads of people already coming on, um, saying good evening to you, mate, good evening, um, mate. <laughs> on, the, uh, on the, uh, the chat. So, yeah, guys, if you're in the chat, please join in the conversation with us. We love the fact that you're uh, you're, you're joining us live uh, to watch the show. Join in the conversation. Feel free to make any statements or comments on what we say. And, of course, if you want to ask any questions to our pundits on the screen, which is Josh for this one, um, you know, feel free. Josh, um, who did you go with yesterday? I went with, um, fully enough, some... Um... Ex-band members in the boys' brigade, they were all under my dad's the dad's reign, so they're a bit older than me. But, uh, ah, right, okay. Were so, uh, you going a car or a coach? Or a went, down, went down on the couch. Went down you on went the with couch. Who did you travel with, mate? Uh, we usually try and get to get on with Hafferton, but we couldn't get on with them for this one, so we went with Tata for this one. You was, went with uh, Tata Travels and they, they actually made it to the ground. Yeah, yeah, they did, yeah. <laughs> I did hear a story with Tata Travels. Um, you know, I know they put them on a good, you know, good crack that they have. I think one time was it two three or four years ago they were going to Huddersfield and they arrived yeah. at Barnsley or something like yeah. that. The coach driver did. Borough and they ended up at Turf Moor, I think it was. They were going to Borough and they ended up at Turf Moor, yeah. yeah. I mean, like that's uh that's an interesting one, isn't it? Now, Dan, yeah. I don't see Dan in the background trying to get on and he keeps blipping on in the green room. I hope he does make it. Um, you know, um, so if the producer can um, just take a note of if you can message Dan if he's trying to get on. He's on the always walls thing. Anyway, anyway, he seems to be strong. Hopefully he's, uh, he's going to get on. I can see him in the green room. But any case, moving on, I just uh, he's, he's making his debut tonight. So, yeah, so you went down with Tata. What time did you arrive? Um, I think we got in uh, about quarter to two. Quarter, so to, got, quarter to two? Yeah, got there for quarter to two. Did you stop off on the way down? Yeah, we had a stop off in Uxbridge on the way down. Which wasn't was that? Nice, got a pub somewhere. Nice little pub stop, actually. Like, had a massive like, conservatory thing on the side of it, so it was quite warm in there, to be honest. How long were you, how long were you there for? Uh, about there for... Two and a half hours. And what was the mood like on the bus on the way back? Um, it was pretty on the way back. Um, I said it was quite rowdy. We had a rowdy bunch on the back, um, but the rest of the coach was all quite like, but he's miffed the word. 
I'd probably say a bit down, down in the dumps after, miffed after that is, result. Miffed would be one word. Probably not miffed. Probably um, what would be a better word to use than miffed? How I was feeling. I was kind of feeling numb. Yeah, yeah. That explains it perfectly. Describe it and the reason I say numb, it's kind of because you just it's happened so many times mm. that you're kind of like, oh, you know, we've lost again, we've not scored again. Yeah. Um, that's kind of how I'm kind of feeling. I, I, I mean, I was trying to be Mr. Positive going into the game, yeah, thinking, oh, yeah, well, Neves is suspended, Collins is suspended. I was thinking, I put in my team. Bubakar Traore, I was thinking he'll come in. Yeah. Oh, no, he goes and gets ill. Yeah. Um, then you're going to get Neto that's injured out for 10 to 12 weeks. Yeah. You know, we've got no strikers other than um, Chen yeah, who yeah. came on and did all right. And then you've obviously got Diego who's still getting up to match fitness. You know, you think everything's against us. We're bound to win. <clears throat> it's one of them. Yeah. And I even saw a couple of... Um, pairs of magpies on the way down and I thought that's for joy and then as I was walking to the ground I went if you watch my match vlog you see probably saw a, I saw this pub and it had a big wolf head on it yeah. I'm like there's an omen it's gonna yeah. happen something's gonna happen and so I was feeling you know and then obviously I had all the stuff with Manny arriving and stuff like that and I was thinking it'd be a perfect day if we can get something out of it and then like yeah. we're nil nil Chelsea to be fair had the better of the first half well, I thought we defended and battled well as a team. Yeah, we were we kept up with them, I thought, first half, and then literally the last kick of that first half. Well, it wasn't even a kick, it was that head. To be honest, when, when the head when the cross came over and the head had come over, yeah. it looped. And I thought, oh, it's, it's my instant reaction, it's over the bar, yeah. like a few of the others. And then it just went, yeah. and it dropped into the thing and then went to the centre circle, kicked off, whistle. One yeah. nil down. It's like we could have gone in at nil nil. Yeah, you'd have took it. Yeah, it was, saying, really. it was about ten, 10 minutes before Jose saw made a cracking save. Oh, what, a, what a save that was! Absolutely that, was. that was top bins. That was. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was going. It was going indefinitely. And then, um, literally five minutes after that, he has his mad run out, and then he makes another mad run out again, and Havertz has just knocked it over the top of him. And it looks like he's just it stayed in the air for ages. He just looped, looped over the top of him in the back of the net. It just did, didn't it? And then that was a sucker punch. However, I thought the reaction after half time, I mean, obviously, straight away he's taken Geddes off. Now, yeah. there's, I, I don't, obviously, if you, I don't know if you've watched the, uh, if you've read the player ratings on the Always Wolves uh, website, guys, if you've not got on to uh, alwayswolves.co.uk, save it as your. Um, Save it as your blog because we have, we, we've got a team of writers that work really hard. They do match reports, they do player ratings, they do uh, things we've learned. We do the preview. We've got other articles. It's really great blog and website, and there's articles going on virtually every day. Some great reads on there, mm. um, you know, and it, it's all done uh, by Wolves fans. So you you nearly get you really need to get onto the alwayswolves.co.uk and save it to one of your favourites because there's so much on there. But he's done the player ratings. I think he gave Geddes a three. Three, yeah, a three. That's now, do you think he was dragged off because he was poor, or do you <clears> think it was, as some people said, they're not fit enough? I did see something. I think my brother. So I'm just going to try and find it actually on my phone. He sent me a message. I think before the game potentially. 
Um, what did it say on the basis of uh, where did it go? No, he sent he sent to me some form of a photo of someone's Instagram post saying that it's scheduled that Gwedesh, Costa, and one more were all going to be hauled off at half time because they're either not fit or injured. Um, and he said, well, I, I thought I thought Costa might get around about sixty minutes. And he got yeah. fifty five, which is fair enough because he's. He's coming back to full fitness. He never, you know, he, he had a couple of sniffs. He didn't really have a sniff. He wanted to start. He had a great reception from the Chelsea fans yeah. when he went off. What he he milked it a bit because he went off the one side and yeah. walked all the yeah. way around. He did, he did milk it. Um, but fair play. I mean, he had a good rea reaction. And, yeah. you, you know, Geddes, what's going mm. on with Geddes? It's frustrating because I've watched, I've watched him a few times over the last few years. And I've always thought he's an exciting player. And he had the first few games when he came with us, he looked like he had something. And in the last two or three, he's just gone missing. He's it's, it's a shame. So what, it's like Samado when Samado come. I'd watched him for a few years before he signed, and when he come over the moon when we signed him, same with Gwedesh. And it was just Gwedesh at the moment. It's just he's just going through the motions. He's not showing any sign at the moment of being the player I've watched in the past. Now, what do you put that down to? And I'm sure we'll talk about this. Uh, with the other guys, do you put it mm. down to application that he's sulking, that his confidence is out, I, that he's not happy? What do you? Put I it think down it's to? confidence. Personally, watching him yesterday, his head was down all the time, and there was a few passes that went astray and crosses, and you could see Costa going, having words of him, trying to say he looked more of a go rather than a, a G up. Um, so whether his confidence, well, to be fair, looking at him, he looks his confidence is shot completely. Well, you wouldn't blame all the Wolves team at the moment to have mm. their confidence shot. But they the start of the second half, he brought on uh, young Joseph Hodge. Yeah. Um, he, I don't think he did anything wrong. I thought no, he, he was tidy. Like a, I said about Kundal. Kundal was first last year. Um, Hodge come on, didn't do anything sublime, didn't do anything um, rubbish. He was slap bang in the middle, did the job he needed to do. And um, made his first appearance, looked like he, he was meant to be there in the team. Yeah, I mean, he did all right. We got him from Manchester City Academy. Um, and in pre-season, out of the likes of Kundal, Conor Ronan, uh, all those sort of sort, he was the standout player yeah. of, of the younger generation. He came on. Big, you know, a big stage for him to come on. Yeah. At Stamford Bridge against, you know, a, you know, a team as... Big in quality, and I thought he did. I thought he didn't do anything wrong, and he's a real prospect. Again, we've got some good young prospects yeah. coming from through. Um, what did you think when the team came out? Um, after hearing uh, Cartray or I was out, and I said um, middle of the week, I said I would not be surprised if we saw the front three of Costa, well, um, Adama, Costa, Campbell. I possibly thought Campbell may have got to start with. Yeah. Um, Steve Davis coaching in the last few years. Um, but other than with Potence on the wing, I wasn't surprised with the start of the lineup at all. Um Toti was, was probably a bit of a surprise for me on the basis that the um Mascara was on the touchline against City, ready to come on before Bruno said, you know what, leave Neves at centre half. So Toti coming in, to be fair, I thought he did all right. Well, the thing is with Tati Gomez and Mosquera, and someone tell me if I'm wrong, and we're going to come on to Carl's question in a minute. Um, the thing with uh, with that, Tati is someone that plays on the left. So, obviously, you move yeah. Kilman to the right. And yeah. I think Mosquera can, 
play on the right and Kilman could have stayed. So obviously he felt about Totty. I didn't think Totty did a lot wrong, really. I mean, no. he was... Couple, know, of, he, couple of stops he made in the box, I thought, were, were decent stops. Yeah, um, which is good. But that just it buggers belief that, you know, Bruno Lodge played Nevers in the back and we lost our main yeah. midfielder. Carl Whitehouse, question for both of you. Do you think the formation was better in the second half uh, than the first half? I thought... We had more. Did, I was going to say we had more of the ball, but in midfield. But I thought we had more. Um, what's the word? More depth in midfield because I thought with the, was it was two in mid was it two in midfield or was it three in midfield? Pedenza was playing just behind behind the striker and the um, the midfield two wasn't he? So to go yeah. for like a flat three, yeah, I thought it gave us more of an option in midfield to move the ball about a bit. But then I thought we lost that output going forward a bit more. Yeah, well, it was a four-three-two-one uh, or four-two-three-one in the first half, and then the second half, I think he changed to the four-three-three. Yeah. And I've got to say, fair play to Steve Davis. You know, I mean, let's let's just take a moment to think. Steve Davis is have been a Wolves fan since the age of six. He's like with, and he's what's his colleague, um, James no, Collins, isn't it? James yeah. Collins. You know, but Steve Davis, Wolves fan since the age of six. Under twenty three, under twenty one's coach takes could have got, got the job in twenty fifteen, uh, twenty fourteen. Yeah, well, he takes Wolves as a um, pre, you know takes charge of a, the first team in a Premier League match at Stamford Bridge. What that whatever happens, he, as a Wolves fan, he, he can never have that taken about. He sat in the no. dressing room with all of them. <laughs> he coached them, he prepared them, and we lost the game. Yeah, um, but he made some decisions. Yeah. And he made the decision for the second half. Thought, and I thought the first ten minutes of the second half, I thought we were really good. Yeah, because we had some chances. Got a bit foot forward, a bit more. Adama started to get the better of um, who was playing left back. Um, Asp- Aspilicueta, I think. Yeah, started to get the better of him a bit. And um, I just feel we, we missed that yesterday. It was that cutting edge? Why? Right. Says, says edge. Every week. Cutting edge. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think they know what the you know. I was watching no. the um, I was watching the um, obviously in front of us. Right, I was right behind the goal. I was watching the shots yeah. in the warm up, and they were missing. Yeah, um, and going you know into the top tier and stuff like that. And I'm like, oh my god, they did yeah. score the odd one or two, but like a lot of averages. But like again, there's a couple of chances like that we. I mean, Pedenza a nice header at the near post, which flicked wide, yeah. which was fair play to him. He's headering the ball, Pedenza. <laughs> and it was a nice header. It was, you know, I think the keeper had it covered. And then second half, we had a couple of opportunities. Well, P- Costa got through on one time and then he got tangled up under his yeah. feet. We did twice in the end space of five minutes. Yeah. And then, you know, we've had a couple of shots over the bar and Pedence, there's one bit in the second half at the other end when Pedence seemed to be out on the six-yard box and seems to only got a shoot. And mm-hmm. then he tries to tip it inside and we try, you know, and it's like... There is no cutting edge. No. There's no edge. There's no knife. There's no. There's, I think we've got a a, a plastic spoon or yeah. something like that. Toothless. We need we need a cutting edge, uh, and then that's what exactly. I thought to be honest, I was thinking Chelsea were lacking a cutting edge in the first yeah. half, and I'm thinking yeah. maybe, just maybe, it's going to be one of them days where they're going to not fire, and we're going to break down the other end and nick something and nick something, and then that goal went in, and then the second half. 
the two finishes, I mean, the second one killed us, really, because we were... Pulisic who got the second, it was, wasn't it? This, pardon? Pulisic who got the second. I think it was. It was a good finish. Again, yeah. Saar maybe could have done better. It was, mm. you know, he, it was an awkward angle and it was a great finish. And then the last one was right at the end of the first half. It was a Thunderbolt finish. Yeah, Brown, yeah. yeah. That. And that's 3-0. Um, and you can't say that Chelsea didn't win it. Neil White's got a question. Um, Wolves have to recruit a director of football. It does seem like something we need to do. And it's been mentioned every year since God knows when that we need a director of football, but it's never happened. It's never happened at all. And Forrest have gone and done it this week, which I found a surprise. And then they've gone and um, extended Steve Cooper's contract. Well, Um, that is an interesting decision. It goes against the grain. Uh, Steve Cooper looked like a bit of a beaten man against Leicester. Uh, They've backed him. Maybe that'll give, you know, which is against the grain. I mean, he's done fantastic for, for them. And, you know, I think they've got a game against Villa tomorrow night, yeah. which will be interesting. And then, of course, we've got Forest next week. We've got, I think yeah. we've got Forest, Leicester and Palace coming up. Palace, who won again today. Leicester yeah. did beat Forest and then they went and lost to Bournemouth. Yeah. Um, you know, so it's a big period of time coming up. And yeah. um, Massive. What's your, you know, before we get on to uh, the, the last couple of questions and the spin the wheel... What's your thoughts on the manager situation? Um, for me, and I've, I've said it the last week, it, it, I can't see anyone other than Julian Lopetegui, personally. The only other name that's banding about who I did like his football, um, but he's only ever really shown himself at Olympiacos was Pedro Martins. And I thought they played good football, but is it going to be good enough for what we, we well, need? Well, Pedro Martins is an interesting one because he was going to Hull, then he wasn't going to Hull. Then it was going to Hull, and now he's not going to Hull again. Demands or something. Ever the producer said, "I'm a bit concerned that why is he not going to Hull? Yeah. And if he was going to Hull, to the Championship Hull, and we're getting him, she's concerned. Yeah. About that. If uh, I had to pick out the two, it would be it would be Lopetegui. I know a few people. Well, there's Ruben Mart. What's his name? What's his Ruben? Amarim. Amaron, Amaram as well, who's, mm. you know... I don't think, I don't think he, he's, what, 30 million buyout clause and he's only managed Braga, with any team, with any noose in Portugal, he's only managed Braga and Sporting. So he's not really, yeah, my eyes, he's not true. really... But he's very, very highly regarded. Mm. Young, he's supposed to be the next Pep Guardiola or whatever it is. Um, and then the other one that I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind personally is the manager of Porto. I can't think of what his name is because he's been not, there for four or five years. Not Consencio anymore, is it? I can't think what his name is. The manager of Porto. Producer will tell me in a minute, or Carl will pop up and tell me. Um, but yeah, I mean, like he's been a he's been at Porto for four or five years. Yeah. Um, and surely you'd want a new challenge. So, you know, I could go and get him, but we'll have to wait and see on what happens. We'll Consenso. Yeah, Consenso. Consenso, isn't it? Well, as I say, can't say so, but there you go. <laughs> so, you're, you're man of the match, your performance um, rating and your highlight of the day. Man of the match, because he did get a few chances. I'll probably have to go Adama. Adama Traore, right? Yeah. I thought he played well yesterday, considering the last few times he's played, he's not looked bothered. Yeah. Um, yeah. But the um, score, it's going to be about a 
Uh, a four. A four. Okay. Yeah. And your highlight of the day? Highlight has got to be man. It's got to be. It's got to be Manny finishing his walk and getting Absolutely. doing all that over the three days and everything. I think it's a massive achievement for him and raising. Is it 20, 20 grand just on the walk alone? Yeah. Is it an award ceremony tomorrow in London? Yeah. UK. Then he's at the Wolves women baggage yeah. game. I'm going to that. Is that Wednesday? Wednesday at Telford. I'll be there yeah. for that to support the so women. I'm try and get up to that. And, and then it's Samosa Saturday on Saturday, Saturday. against Boris. I'll be helping with that. Um, and then, you know, so, you know. Maybe we'll play some nice triangles and move the ball around and win the yeah. game. So, <laughs> anyway, mate, we've got to get on to the uh, the, the the key thing because uh, we've got to get on to spin the wheel. Can you see the wheel? I can indeed. So there we are. So we've got uh, spin the wheel, and I'm going to give it a little spin, and let's see what we go what it comes up with. Oh. So your all question is, and this is for the chat as well, you can answer this. Would you rather have no nose or no arms? This no is nose. One of Emma's, so let's put this in. I'd rather have no nose. No nose. No nose at all. On no nose at all. On the basis no of that, I know you wouldn't be able to smell anything, but you'd still be able to taste, which still gives the same sort of feeling. You can smell food. But you can also taste food. So if you can just taste food still at the same time without smelling it and you know it's nice, you're laughing and then you can eat properly. For your looks, though, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it would, yeah. You look like Voldemort. Although <laughs> you could probably have some surgery. There's a couple here that have gone for uh, for no-nos as well. So there you go. So there you have it, mate. Thank you. Um, oh, look, we've got another one that's gone for no-nos. Um, Jack says uh, 100K. Yeah, 100K, mate. That's over all of, the, uh, all yes. of his fundraisers. Over the thing, it's one thing that tops up over a period of time, but it's it's over three years or whatever it is, something like that. But it's twenty five over twenty five thousand yesterday. So thank wow. you for everyone uh, that's uh, obviously supported and donated, mate. Thank you ever so much for um, for for thinking. I thought you'd be happy with getting you on first for a yeah, change. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> nice one, and uh, hopefully see you at the Forest game. Brilliant. Well done. Cheers, Dave. Cheers, pal. Cheers. Yeah, okay. So, next up, we've got young Mr. Keith Sutton. Keith, before we um, before we just get started, I just want to do a, a little bit of a plug, if it's okay for you, because guys, no problem, mate. I don't know if you, most of you should know, but we've the Always Walls podcast version, which is this goes out on podcast, has been nominated for the Football Content Awards. So if we scroll down, you can see there's all sorts of different ones, and then you go on to best podcast there's the football league and you can see there that always wolves is up against arsenal vision back of the net which is poor uh, bournemouth garibaldi red um seagull social that's obviously going to be brighton garibaldi red who's that going to be is that going to be forest i'm not sure spurs chat the big six and the holy trinity which is villa um and we can't be having villa winning so if you can vote, all you need to do is go onto the Football Content Awards website, podcast, Always Wolves, and then go down to the bottom and click vote now and vote now. And then we can potentially win. And if you don't know what if you want the actual direct link for us 
to vote. There are various ways that you can vote, including on um, on Twitter and Instagram. So I will put the uh, the links in the description for you now, so you can have a. Where have I, I've lost everybody? Where are we? Uh, here we go. I'll put it in the links in here. So guys, get voting. You can vote three times. It's all there for you. Look, all on the. Uh, it's all there. Has it all come through? Vote for us to win. Yeah, so on the links. Get on that. And um, the link's also in the description below this video as well. Keith, it was good seeing you yesterday, mate. Yes, mate. And you? Um, obviously, as always, we're always hopeful before the game. How are you feeling at 90 minutes? Are you there? Yes, I am now, mate. Yeah, you just yeah. froze a bit then. All right. I was just saying, uh, obviously, we were all like hopeful before the game. How were you feeling on 90 minutes? Um, empty. How, what do you say? Empty. Empty is a good word. A bit, another good word to use. It's kind of, Is that because it's kind of like all the, the hope's been sucked out of us and the joy? Well, when I seen the team, Dave, I actually thought, oh, that that actually, that's not too bad. I don't mind that at all. Yeah, I was the same. I'm, I'm just, I'm stumped, really. We, we, the team looks good. What you said earlier about they don't look fit. They don't look fit to me, Dave. They, they, we're slow at closing down. We... We don't, see, you know, when we had an identity, didn't we, under Nuno? Yeah. We, we'd suck teams in and we were really structured as a side. We really, we knew what, everybody knew their individual jobs. And when everybody knows their individual jobs, you're a team, aren't you? We're a pack. As, yeah, and as soon as, soon as one, one player doesn't do their individual job, that's a cog in motion that's not working. And all of a sudden, things start to break down. At the moment, we're too many individuals, Dave. There's no identity. There's certainly a lack of application. And the biggest thing for me at the moment is there doesn't seem to be any belief in any of them. Well, it's, if you've, it's been kind of dragged out of us in the last 20-odd games, Bit by bit by bit. And the, I do have to say, I mean, on the fitness side of things, I think there's players like Matinho and probably Neves and who are really super fit because they have got the application. But there seems to be... I think Pudence, you could probably put up there as well. He never stops running. Um, but there are other players that do seem to be not fit. And... and we're getting all these injuries as well. And it concerns me since the doctor left that was there for 11 and a half years. I can't think of his name, the one that yeah, left. Yeah. It's like the medical team don't seem to be playing as a team either. There seem to be mistakes that are, must be being made in the analysis, um, in the recruitment. You know, I mean, Neto played on when he was injured. Kalajic played on. 
when he was injured? How much extra damage has that done? I mean, the medical team, I mean, I know a player will go, let me see if I can run it off. But I don't know, all these injuries, the ACLs, we get, we never had these injuries under Nuno. We went with like two or three, two, two and a half years playing in Europe as well, and we weren't picking up injuries. And now we seem to be picking up injuries all the time, one after the other. And then you add on illness, and then you yeah. add on suspension, and you look at the team at the weekend, and you've got no Neves. God, we missed him. Oh, definitely. Collins is out for another game. Silly boy, made a mistake. He's a young lad. It was a silly thing. He will learn from that. He's still a quality player and will be better for when he comes back in. Obviously, Bubakar Traore, I thought, looked really promising. I was quite excited to see him get a start. He would have started for me, Dave. He would. Ill. Neto's now out with an ankle injury for 10 to 12 weeks. The only consolation, and it's no consolation to poor old Neto, is that five of those weeks are World Cup. So, yeah. you know, it's a big period. He won't miss as many games as he would have missed. But, like... You have to start. I'm kind of like niggle away. What's happening with the medical team? Now, for me, we need the new guy to come in, the new manager, whoever that will be, and we'll talk about that. He needs to be someone for me that has got some passion. Large never really showed for me any major passion. When we came back, someone mentioned it to me, and we beat Villa 3 2 last year. We were going nuts. We were going nuts when we equalised. When we won, we were going absolutely mad in the stands. It was fantastic. Largest kind of like, where Nuno would have been running up and down the the touchline. Oh, like, yeah. No, he had some passion. Um, I know he balled over sometimes, but like that's fine. We want someone that's got some passion. Now, watching the clips from Sevilla, Julian Lopetegui has passion. He yeah, has... I watched it. I watched that last week. There's like an eight-minute clip on YouTube of when they got to the Europa League final. And then he's gone over where they were playing at Real Betis and he'd gone over. The fans stayed behind after and they were cheering him. He's in the middle of the pitch on his own, punching the air and stuff. And then even when he, the final game against, um, was it Dortmund? They lost 4-1 to yeah, last yeah. And he came out, they gave him a standing ovation. They, they didn't want him to go. No, I mean, I mean that's what I'm thinking. I was looking when I was watching like West Ham last week, and I saw David Moyles on the touchline, and Bruno sat in the chair, slumped in his chair, and I'm like, you need to be there, showing yeah. the players that you, you know, that you seem that seemed to have gone from him. We want someone with some passion, someone that's got to come in that's you know a, got a winning type of mentality and is willing to put the a manager needs to be put in 130%. Nuno, bless his socks, he's not coming back, people. Nuno is not coming no. back. It's not going to be happening. Done, that, I cried when he left because of the shock. I ain't cried with Bruno. I don't dislike the guy. But Nuno always gave everything, everything. Absolutely, yeah. Whereas Bruno was got a car waiting for him as soon as the game wins to go and get in get on a plane going back to Portugal to see his family and it's great go see your family we know that your your, your family's in Portugal and stuff like that but it doesn't set the example to the players that the manager has got a car waiting on standby to take him straight to the airport and then I was hearing as well that you know players were arriving back at one two three in the morning 
being picked up by by the by the, the transport company at Wolves. They got training at two o'clock, you know, training that morning. They're flying back in. That comes from the manager. Absolutely. Setting these example, these examples. It's like they're going to go away. That's fine. You come back on the afternoon of the of Monday, not in the early hours of Tuesday, so you can have a good night's sleep and do the training. And you, you, and these are probably the players that aren't living in and around technical area and stuff. Right, these yeah. must be the players that have still got family away, and you wonder why they're not fit and right on it. It needs a manager. These players as well, Dave, have got to buy into whatever a manager says. He's almost got to, he's almost got to brainwash them into believing. And Nuno did that. First two or three seasons, we won the championship, obviously. And then we had two seasons. We got to an FA Cup semi-final. Still breaks my heart, that game. Two seventh place finishes. Two seventh place finishes. Quarter final in the Europa League. These players, he brainwashed them into a way of playing and that they were all together as one unit. And you've got to believe in that. These footballers are highly skilled footballers. No matter what you say, I know, you know, I've said it, you know, he's not good enough, he's not. These are professional top-end footballers. Paid very, very well. Paid really high. So 80%, Paul will tell you this, 80% is ability. And the other 20%, Dave, is in there. And if you step out onto a football pitch, onto a running track, onto a cricket pitch, a tennis court, if you're a, prof- a professional and you, and you step out onto that arena and you don't believe in yourself and you've got a mental... You will not win. 100%. You, you will not win. It's as simple as that. I, I did amateur sports, probably like most of the people who are watching us now, right? I did one sport specifically. Well, I did as an amateur level to quite an eye level. What, right? what sport was that, can I ask? That's, that's triathlon, right? <sighs> that's so, one hell of a sport. <laughs> so I did that, and I remember one season, 2013, I think it was, for the first four or five races, now I only did, I did predominantly what's called sprint triathlons. I came second in every race for the first four or five um, for, for first four or five races I did in that season. And on about race five, I was sort of I'm sick of this because to me, in my head, second is first loser. Yeah. Now, that, that might seem harsh to some people. When you come second, you're the first loser. And my coach at the time, he came to me and he said, what do you do um, pre-race? I said, well, I'll have a chat with all the other athletes because I know them, you know, from different clubs. I know them. He says, don't speak to anybody before the game, uh, before the race. He said, don't, don't have anything to do. Speak to them as much as you like after, but nothing. He said, because the first thing anybody will say to you is, How's your training going? How's this going? And if you say, yeah, it's not too bad, straight away, not too bad, it's not very good. Yeah. You're setting in your own mind. So the following race, what I did is I sat in my van with my bike and everything two hours before I was even meant to start and I just sat there. I never spoke to anybody. I set all my race stuff up. I set off. I won the race. I went on to win six races that season. Fantastic. Right. So it's I went on to win six. And it's all in the state of mind. If you don't get your head in the right place before you step on that pitch, 
you ain't going to win. It's and do you think that's, that's where the Wolves team are at the moment? Well, it is. I mean, there's other, there's other factors, Dave. I mean, you know, we, we don't score. <laughs> we don't score many. Three goals. We are actually the lowest scorers in the entire Football League, Premier League pyramid because Gillingham scored one goal yesterday. That means that we've now scored lower than any other team. And if I tell any, you now, any Dave, other team in any other division, Dave, you've got to go down to tier eight. Tier eight, tier eight, and if I tell you that's three, I think that's three tiers below Kidderminster areas to find a team that has scored less goals in nine games than Wolves. Who would that be? I can't remember their name. I really apologise. I can't remember, but it's definitely. Tier eight. We are the lowest scorers in, in all t- top flight leagues across Europe. I want to give you a few stats quickly, Dave. Go on, Go on. let's fire away. Look I know you it. like a stat. I love a 20, stat. 2021, 38 league games, 36 goals. Yeah. 21, 22, 38 league games, 38 goals. 22, 23, nine games, three goals. That's 85 got games over the last two and a bit years, and we've scored 77 goals, right? I'll turn me a bit of paper over for you. So now let's let's just have a look at this. So since we came back in the Premier League, we have spent, well, I'll tell you the, the centre forwards and forward players we've, we've signed. So Jimenez, Catroni, Capagna, Silva, Pedence, Guedes, Kalaidic, Neto, Traore. The value of those players comes to £181 million. That works at £2.5 million a goal. It's it's not good, is it? I think good, mate. Chelsea scored three goals in one game yesterday. We've scored three in nine. This, I mean, it's... It, 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 it's, it's worrying. It's worrying. It's concerning. The only, the only positives that I can can take from it uh, from you know from me is that like hopefully the new guy comes in and he can galvanize the team I was talking about passion structure organization being a winner wanting to give 120% of themselves to lead the team and leading by example as a as a coach they need to be a man manager i don't think bruno was a very good people no. manager you know, a lot of people have pointed to the fact when Huber was hung out to drive, young lad, 20, yet he was poor, but he hung him out to dry publicly, castrated him, and that was February the 27th. And I don't think that went really down very well with the players. You don't really do that, especially to a young lad. And yeah. I think he started to lose him at that point. And you could point back and say, yeah, we had some injuries, but mentally I think they were done because we were not going down at that point and then the decisions that were made during the summer training camp you know the Cody situation you know bombing Cody out and all these key characters you look back at it you, you know you're ripping some of the your captain of your club and then loading him off to somewhere else where they up until today they've been keeping clean sheets well, look- Look at the characters we had in, in, in the side. I mean, you had people like Saiz. I mean, he's the, he was the team clan. He's a joker of the pack. Right. Then you had Cody. 
always laughing. You, you had Willy Bollies and people, they were always, they were a proper unit, Dave, where they, you know, they, they were always together. They, Cody, you could hear Cody. If there's, if, if there was a 30,000 crowd singing, you could still hear Connor Cody. Now, I, I haven't seen the Everton score today. How did they get on in the end? I think they're losing 3-1 currently. Someone was... Oh, well, well, just as an example, I mean, we're on minus nine goal difference now, I think it is. Um, yeah, minus nine. Uh, I think they, they're, they'll be on minus two, won't they? I think. I might be wrong. If that score stayed the same. Um, yeah, And Connor Cody's playing in the back four. He's been made captain, I believe, hasn't he? Um, yeah, well, he was made captain. Oh, it's 2-1 after 87 minutes at the moment. Um, the uh, the Everton are losing 2-1. I think that was the third, and it's been uh, ruled out for uh, VAR. Looking at the uh, looking at the stuff, so Everton would be on currently on minus one, so it would be minus uh, two if it was 3-1, so you're right. Well, that's a damn sight better defensive... Uh back line than what we're doing at the moment, isn't it? And that's with a bloke in the back line that can't play in a back four. Connor Cody is gone. He will not come back to this club. I can't do yeah, can't at see four that. million quid or whatever it is. They if will buy him. Mate, I, I, this is the other thing that you you have to start asking questions on what I mean, you had some of the recruitment, they've gone in and they've done well. I think there was a was it that what was it that table Emma, that Wolves had the best recruitment in terms of value for money, what they bought in. Yeah, it's spent, um, yeah. 18 million less than market value Wolves had spent. Yeah. So, on the one hand, but then you look at the situation, the decision around Adama Traore going to Barcelona and paying his wages and then pulling our pants down and he's come back and he's still not signed a contract. You look at the situation with Cody, that he was loaned out. We don't know. I'm not sure what the loan fee is. It should hopefully be a value. And then he, they've got an option to buy him for four million. It's like an England international. It's like what? And then you look at the situation with the lo with the loan of Fabio Silva. Yeah, loan him out. But there's a clause in there. If we need to bring him back because we've got an injury crisis, which from what they're saying, Raul's been struggling with his groin injury for two years. They're bringing in an, another striker that's got coming back from an ACL. And there's no clause in the contract to bring Fabio Silva back, even in January. And he's scoring. He scored again yesterday. For, I know it's the Belgian league, but confidence is what you want in a striker. Absolutely. And, and like, who's making these decisions? What I mean, for me, if me and you, like, was a, tell me if I'm wrong, guys, if thinking we're like part of the recruitment team and you're the chairman and I'm doing the thing and I think yeah it's a good idea we'll think him over there but if you want him you can have him for the season but if we've got an injury crisis and we need to bring that that striker back he's our player so that we're going to put a clause in that um or a break in January we can bring him back in the why is this not being put in there? I don't get it. Nor me. Nor me mate. I don't just get don't, it all. Where's the where's the logic in that? Because we need to score goals and we need to you need a central striker. He was playing and I didn't know he didn't get the goals last year, as some people think. But like you still got to be able to have someone to bring in. Costa 
is another that is getting onto full factories, but he has had a lot of injuries, so you hope he doesn't get injured as well. Because then all, all, all we've got is Chem Campbell. But I do think they're going to have to go into the market in January, big time again, because I can't see that Fosen are going to want us to sleepwalk into relegation. Anyway, coming on to who do you want as manager before we get into the uh, man of the match bit? Who you, who's your preference? Lopetegui. So you're for Julian Lopetegui as well? Yeah. Absolutely. Um, there is, uh, I think Adrian mentioned it before, the, the only doubt with Lopetegui... Um, his dad's not very well, is he, or something his, like that? His dad's 19, not very well, and he might want to break and what have you. I'll, when people turn around and say you might want to break, I can get the thing that his dad's not very well, because, like, you know, if you might, you know, you'd be worried about that because it's your parents and stuff like that. I get that. But, like, the they're tired and run down and everything. It's like, well, they had a summer break. They've only been back playing for however many long, how long. So I'm not a hundred percent sure on whether that's the reason, but your man of the match, your performance rating, your highlights. Well, um, I think um, young Joe Hodge did quite well when he come on day. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think he put a foot wrong. He didn't look out of place. And yeah, he was always wanting the ball and what have you. But overall, in the full game, I'll give it to Totti Gomez. Totti Gomez, well done. And performance rating? It's a five for me, mate. That's a five, yeah. People are struggling struggling to, uh, to get above that. I think I gave it a six coming out of the game. But I always tend to be a bit of a happy clapper sometimes with my yeah. ratings. Um, and your highlight of the day? Well, see, Manny. Yeah. Was emotional, wasn't it? Yeah. Jack Mullins saying Lopetegui uh, for him. They need an experienced manager as well. So, go in. so, are you ready for spin the wheel? Go on in. You love this bit, don't you? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> like a... As, as, um, like Forrest an hole in the head. Forrest Gubb says, it's like a box of chocolates. You don't know what you're yeah. going to get. Here we go. We're spinning the wheel. Do aliens exist? They've got to, haven't they? Surely. We can't be the only species in the universe. We can't be sure. Well, when you actually think about... I mean, guys, do aliens exist? Yes or no in the thing. When you actually think about... There's nine planets in our solar system, and there's like billions of solar systems in the galaxy, and then there's billions of galaxies. Can't be, can we? No. Uh, but Adrian Richards says yes in Westboro. There's a few there. <laughs> Carl reckons like on Mars. I'm not so sure on Mars, unless you're watching War of the Worlds, mate. Uh, Keith, thanks ever so much for coming on, mate. Really great chat again tonight. Much appreciated. Thank you, Dave. See you at the next one, pal. All the best, mate. Cheers. Cheers. So that's Keith. Guys, please make sure um, you smash a like on the video if you're enjoying this. Um, and thank you very much, of course, to Wolf Life, um, who basically power extra time show. You can get um, your life insurance quote, you, you insure your phones, insure your dogs and your pets. Get a quote in the link below as well. And you get also drawn into getting a wolf shirt and they're a Bilston-based company. 
Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. So next up, we've got Nathan. Yo, Nathan, how you doing? You need your sound on, mate. Yeah, there we are. Talk about, talk about an amateur. That's mate, not good, is it? You've got a great shirt on, though. Yeah, thanks, bud. That's a classic shirt. Yeah, so um, where did you um, view the game yesterday? Uh, I'm down in Cornwall. I'm a Holly Bobs, so yeah. uh, managed to managed to find one of those lovely streams that everyone yeah. does, and um, kind of wish I hadn't bothered to be honest. Uh, it wasn't great, was it? Um, yeah, I, I just just really flat. I think you know your you first two have summed it up pretty well. Uh, empty, flat, um, lethargic, apathetic. We just didn't have much going forward at all, and um, I, you know, I saw that team before before we started. And I thought we we might have half a chance, but never came to fruition, did it? No, well, it, it never did, to be honest. And it kind of went the same way as the previous two games. Really, it's like there's huff and puff. Um, there was no power. There's no end product again. Chelsea were, you know, so superior to us on the day. And, you know, you can't blame the, you know, Steve Davis um, or anything like that. It's, in, you know, they did their best to, for what they could do. But, like, until the new guy comes in, I just feel like, as I said on my reaction, we're rudderless at the moment. We're kind of like a ship just floating about in the water, being blown about in the wind, you know, you know, we just have no direction. We have no identity really at the moment either. No, I think identity hits the nail on the head. From the Nuno stability we had, the club was in a really good place. And, you know, the, all right, Cody's gone, but the energy that the likes of Cody brought to the the, the dressing room, size was mentioned, that kind of pack mentality, we, it seems to have dissipated. And I think the injuries we've had recently haven't helped. And as you just mentioned, what's going on in the medical room, that that's happening all of a sudden. Uh, we are rudderless. And, you know, the, the, the cost assigning for me was, uh, was clutching at straws. That was, you know, we, Jimenez... I would have got rid of Jimenez at the end of last season. There's no sentimentality, sentimentality in football, and unfortunately, I would have I would have sold him off because he isn't the same player. Hate to say it, he's been a wonderful player for this club, but he's not the answer right now. You know, it's heartbreaking um, actually when you 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 you, you it is. You know, Rel was you know, and he still loved. He was so 
adored. He was scoring goals for fun. He had that awful injury. He's recovered. He's come back from it. And he's, he's just not been able to get back to being the role of old. And now he's got it's apparently this groin injury. There's rumours that he wants he's going to retire. Yeah. You know, it's, yeah, it's such a such a shame because he was the complete strike and we were so lucky to have him. And, you know, I wish, I wish we could get that back. But it just seems now that it's not going to happen. It's not going to... No. I, I hope it does. I hope he comes back. But we've been saying this now for how long? Oh, we'll be okay after this pre-season, this, that and the other. But... Why again? This and what, what? What? Why haven't we known about this groin injury? Why hasn't what? What? What's they've known about it for two years, and I, I don't know, mate. I'm just I, I, I wonder something what go, goes on. I've got to trust the medical team, and I don't want to. You know, it just seems a bit of a coincidence that all these things are happening all the time at the moment. It really does, and you know, I think it comes back down to the transfer policy. You know, signing forwards, not goal scorers. We needed goal scorers. We need to spend big in this league to get a goal scorer. Fifteen million pounds for some uh, tall kid who gets injured after ten minutes, who's got a, a record of ACL and, and other injuries, wasn't the answer. Um, and I put that down to recruitment, and the recruitment's not been good enough for two or three seasons now. We've been buying the wrong. We seem to be buying the same players all the time. The Guedeses. Uh, the Guedeses, that's not really plural, is it? But Guedes, you know, your Netos, all those kind of players, they're very, very similar. And it's not what we need. We need uh, we need a Diego Costa who's about six or seven years younger, but that isn't going to happen. We haven't got a time travel machine. So um, it, it is rudderless at the moment. I think until the new guy comes in, it's nothing's going to change. I think we're just going to have to stumble along. Well, you're right what you're saying. I mean, for me, we need to get that Dawson's sorted in January, you know, that they were on about. I think that would help. I think Totti and Mosquera, you know, are there. And I think Bruton, they don't, you know, it was great to see Totti play and Mosquera, but they, they want a bit, they do need a bit more experience, a bit of an older head in the dressing room. And he would be yeah. quite good. He wants to move back to the Midlands, doesn't he? I think we need another um, wing-back stroke full-back or a proper full-back, if that's what we're going to be playing full-backs. Because we've got um, obviously Johnny Otto, Semedo, and Eight Norrie, and then past that again, we 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 need at least another one. Um, we need to go into the transfer market again in the summer. It's sorry in January, and we've got to go and get another striker because you, you can't rely on Diego Costa. I thought Chem Campbell's done all right, but yeah. to me, I'd have, I'd have played Chem Campbell if we haven't got a play a damn striker. If we haven't got a striker and he's he's under twenty three and he's scoring under twenty three, he's got confidence. He's come on, not faced. He's got nothing to lose. We give him a go, like we did with Hodge. I think with these players who were showing it in the under twenty three, give him a go, get him in. Let's see what they can do. You know, if if the t if the players that are there are failing, and we've got solutions in the under twenty one or, or under twenty threes or younger, then. You know, what, what have they got to lose at the moment? Chelsea was never going to be a, you know, I never thought we were going to get anything from it. So it was one of those bonus games. Um, and to be fair, we did we did go for it second half. I think the change in formation First 10 minutes. So were you, obviously you just had a, a really good view of it because you were watching it on the stream. So you get the camera angle. I'm right low behind the goal. I mean, how did you see that first 10 minutes where you're like, oh my God, this is quite good? Because I was quite... Yeah, I think, 
I think they're just that the kind of tweaking formation. But then you you know you got to remember that Chelsea weren't playing a full strength team. They no, they, they, they had, changed five or six players. Aubameyang and Sterling, and you know loads of. I mean, their bench looked incredible. It just showed the kind of gulf in class between you know ourselves and Chelsea. But they are one of the big, you know, probably the big four teams in the country, aren't they? Um, but yeah, I think that second half definitely it looked a lot better, a lot healthier. But again, there's no you know. Cutting edge is something Wolves fans seem to say every other sentence. I think we do lack. We, we don't seem to be taking a gamble. Just get that ball in the box, have a go. And it's wonderful to see Adama back because at least he's one of those players that will try and get to the byline and get it in. Um, you know, and we've seen a couple of opportunities, I think, created from that recently. So what's the answer, Nathan? Oh, God, if I knew that, I wouldn't be sitting here talking to you. I'd, uh, Who, what, I'd be what's the, the manager that's going to... Do you think can actually... It's, it's Lopetegui. You know, I think Lopetegui is, is pretty much nailed on. And, you know, I think I, was, I said this last week to someone else. There's no such thing as the perfect manager in football. If there is, they're managing Man City, Barcelona, Bayern. Even then, there tends to be a cycle. So, Lopetegui, I think, is as good as it gets at the moment. Good record at Sevilla. Good record when he managed Spain. You know, 20, I think, un, unbeaten. Uh, yeah. 16 wins, four draws or something something very similar. Yeah. Loved at Sevilla. Um but just not backed by the board in the summer. They sold a lot of good players. Well, that's what a lot of people don't seem to understand when we're talking about Lopetegui and going, oh, why do we want someone that's got Sevilla to the same position that Wolves are in at the moment? Let's just take a look at his record with Sevilla. He's got them into the Champions League spots in La Liga, a tough league, probably the toughest league outside of the Premier League with a lot of competition in that league. It's not like the Scottish League or the Portuguese League where there's like three or four teams or, you know, I mean, they're always finishing the top three. He's got Sevilla into the Champions League positions three times. He's got them and won the Europa League. He played us off the park when we played them in the quarterfinals. Raul had that penalty and, and obviously he never missed all that. He, he had to miss that one. He missed it. And we were never in the game and they deserved literally one. Even though it was only 1-0, they were relentless. They went and beat United in the semis. I don't know who they beat in the final. can't remember. Um, no, but they me. won the Europa League. And then he's he, he done really well with them. And then the, the, the last transfer window, they sold they're both the centre-backs, didn't they? Yeah. yeah. And some other players. And they sold a lot of their players. And this is the reason why they're in a bit of a slump now. Not necessarily just Lopetegui. This is what happens, you know, lack of investment. Look at Leicester. You know, Leicester were a good team. Lack of investment lack, because they can't invest. And this season, they're really struggling. I think Sevilla probably felt, felt at that hole as well. But uh, he's a good manager. And, you know, we tried to get him six years ago. And I think the board really do want to get him in this time. I just hope, as you said, I know he's got issues going on in his personal life. Um and you know they come first. I think you know if if his dad is is you know is really ill, that's obviously far more important than than any football. But hopefully you know his dad recovers and he gets a bit of focus and he wants this job because I think he would be a good. And I think one someone mentioned it earlier. You know, there's clips of him and his passion in the dressing room. He's something we never really saw from Bruno. He wants was that passion. passion? He's a bit Conte like, isn't he? He is. You watch him and he's really sort of aggressive and on it. And that's, you know, all right, there's a fine line between that. And I think Nuno, as you said, crossed that occasionally. But with Bruno, 
he's just a bit of a he's been a bit of a wet fish, and you never saw that. And there's been discipline issues within the club, and that's obviously not been addressed. And I think we need someone. Lopetegui sounds like the guy coming. Hopefully, can come in and, and bring it all back together. But yeah, well, great stats there by Carl. Well, let's just look at those cuts. Julian Lopetegui, our stat, our resident stat man, Carl. Uh, always Wolves managerial stats: 161 wins in 279 uh, career, 77, 57.71 win percentage, one Europa League, one under 19 champion, one under 21 champion. Not bad stats. Actually, just to, before we get start talking about the actual um, all the nuts and bolts of the game, um, it appears that uh, we saw the uh, the statement from Bruno Large about Wolves and the goodbye message, which was nice sentiment. But then he, he unfollowed Wolves and all the players have unfollowed him at all. From, there's no, I went through, some, someone said it to me and I was like, surely not. He's still following the likes of Joe Felix and some of his other clubs and stuff like that. He's unfollowed Wolves on Instagram and there is not one Wolves player that is following uh, Bruno Large on his Instagram account now. That to me, says everything. The something does, was not right yeah. with him and the players. They've, you, you know, it's like they love like him and stuff like whatever, and then you'd still connect. They don't want to know. See ya, gone. So something, he, he, something had gone massively wrong. In January, we're standing there with his team, manager of the month. October, end of September, he's gone, and since then, it's gone downhill. And I. Still think it goes back to that February period and then him blaming the players and it's all gone from there. And then the decisions that he's made, he went all in on the back four, which is great. He went and then he made all these decisions on the bombing, whichever players he's gone out, getting and it's backfired. And we've this is why we're rudderless now. And this is why we need someone that's strong, can command respect, can manage each player, some player... Like in life and like in management in any job and any career, some people need a kick up the backside. You need to take them aside. Like, you're not doing your job. You know, if you're not sorted, I'm sorry, you're going to be gone. Others need an arm around the shoulder. What's up? Come on, I'm here to support you. you every good manager knows the best way to motivate individuals to make them better than the parts, and that's what we need. And we need someone as well that can connect with the fans. I don't think Bruno ever really properly connected with the fans. He was very, someone described as beige. Well, yeah, I think even beige is a too, too powerful a colour, I think, for, for Bruno. I think uh, he's just insipid. Uh, you know, just did, never never gave you confidence, did he? I think that the whole, as you were mentioning earlier, the, the player he bombed out, and his name escapes me, uh, the Dutch guy, who he bombed out Hoover. and called out. Hoover, the young lad. You don't do, you don't do that. As, and that's a young lad. You don't do that as a manager. What What's that achieving? That's just isolating him. All right, he wasn't a very good player, and he did. I remember that Liverpool game like it was yesterday when he came on and, you know, um, Aitnori had Salah in his pocket all game. And then he came on and, you know, he's backing off, backing off and, and he scored. But regardless, he's a young lad who's, you know, probably lacking a bit of confidence. Don't do that. And the, the Cody thing, there's more to the Cody thing than I think that we know. The whole, you know, It'll he knew something was going in wrong the wash there. At some point, that will. Indeed. It will all come Indeed. out in the wash. 
It definitely will. So for you, um, what's your man of the match, your performance rating and your highlight of the day from where you were watching it? Uh, a generous four, I think, for the team performance. Nunes for man of the match, just for that one run where he's, you know, he skirted past about four or five Chelsea players. That was probably the, the moment of the game because there weren't many to choose from. And you've got to make it a hat-trick with Manny because his achievements as a human being was just phenomenal. That guy is, you know, he's one of the greatest people I think this club has. And some of the stuff he gets on Twitter is really uncalled for. He's a, such had, a I've, lovely, I've had, lovely had, human being. I've had nasty stuff on Twitter as well. You know, Haven't we all, Dave? Haven't we all? Know, we just rise it. above it. You, yeah, and uh, to be honest, it's like I've said it before. In terms of social media and stuff like that, don't if you don't like what we do, that that's fine. If you disagree, that's fine. That's human nature. You don't always agree. If you want to have banter and a laugh, that's fine. But when it becomes abusive and using horrible, toxic, nasty words, and then you get all the little schoolboy bullies that their mates that gang in on the top of it as well, like like in the then that's not right. I don't I I, I don't I think social media can be such a fantastic place. Uh, and there's majority of people are nice and good and you know and I've had Twitter conversations with people and and conversations on here we don't agree. And I've invited some of those to come on the channel and talk about it and my job as a host of this of something like this is even if I agree with something, is to challenge that argument so we can have the debate. People can express the views, and I'll have anyone on, even if they can't stand me. Come and talk. Let's talk. But at the end of the day, it's all about opinions, isn't it? So it's it one is. of them. Yeah, but you know, as, as I said, as I said to you before, Dave, the only opinions that matter are the people that matter to you. So if you get that toxic, you know, vitriol on Twitter, as we all do, just rise above it and think, well, you know, it's just some idiot, 14-year-old, prepubescent 14-year-old in his bedroom. He's been sent to bed early and he's just taking his anger out. Um, that's the way I always look and I think, I just don't care. It's just an opinion. If you want to be nasty and vile. You know, I used to write for the paper many, many years ago and, and the, uh, the amount of abuse I used to get, I loved it. Because sometimes you just put opinions out there, knowing they were so they were so opposite to what people thought of the day that you were going to get it. But yeah, regardless, regardless, I, I rise above it. So, but I'm and sure you, you you're a bit your, more in the limelight. Did you give your man of the match? Uh, Nunes. 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 Yeah, I, I went with Nunes. So that one run that he did through the middle was absolutely fantastic, yeah. wasn't Incredible. it? Incredible. If we yeah. can get him playing and Neves and the right system, the right manager, I still think we'll be okay. But if we don't, we're going to be in serious trouble because, like, are the players up for a relegation fight? I'm not really thinking that we're going to be in a relegation fight yet. But we can't be complacent. We've got to start finding a way to get these players playing as one pack, as one team, working together, working for each other, get the, the spirit back and get firing. And I think if we can get the confidence and get goals we can, we can get it right, we'll start to go on a run. And the next three games, well, to me, we've got to be taking seven points out the next nine points at least. Yeah, very winnable. I think the belief just needs to be put back into the team, as you said, Dave. We need you know, the team to come together again. And at the moment, Bubakari Tarare for me is a big... That could be a big hit if he uh, 
if he does well. Oh, let's have a look at this. What am I gonna? What am I gonna get? Are you, are you ready? Absolutely. Here we go. We're spinning. Oh, this one comes up occasionally, but it's a good one if you've not had this one. Cat, if you you can have three dinner guests, dead or alive, round your gaff. Who are you gonna have? Wow. Wow. That's a. Uh... That's going to be a tough one. I'd probably have, um, and, and these names might mean much to anybody listening, but uh, uh, Boris Blank. And I have drawn yeah, a blank. Exactly. Yeah, he's, uh, he's the um, uh, the main protagonist for a band called Yellow, who are my favourite band, a Swiss synth band. Yeah. I told you that mean nothing. Yeah. Um, uh, I'd probably have uh, Stevie Bull, because I, I've always gone on with Bully. I used to write a column with him many years ago. He's... Yeah. Uh, He's a top bloke. And um, all third one, I'd quite like a bit of Frank Skinner just to just to rile him up about the Albion. I think that'd be quite good for him, wouldn't it? Frank Skinner. And Carl says, can we get Nathan on again? I'm sure you'll hope it's been a while. That's very kind, Carl. Thank you. Uh, Nathan, I don't know if you have done, but drop me on Twitter your actual number and then we'll connect on WhatsApp. It makes it so much easier. Sure, will do. Um, I'm sending out messages saying if people want to come on and all that sort of jazz, so that would make it a lot easier to connect in that play. Mate, that's brilliant, absolutely brilliant. Thank you so much for coming on. Uh, much Thanks appreciated. Great conversation, some great points. And um, Nathan, you'll come on again? I'd love to. Yeah, please, Dave. That'd be great. Thanks for Fantastic. having me, mate. Brilliant. All right, see you later, mate. Cheers, Dave. Take care. Cheers, bye. So that's Nathan. So yeah, Nathan will come on again. He'll be hopefully one time. We've got like 190 on the channel. If you want to join in the conversation, watching live at the moment, all you have to do is be a subscriber and you can join in the conversation. Um, we're getting very close to that 30,000 mark subscribed on YouTube. We're on 29844. So if you can subscribe, that would be amazing. And someone can tell me how many likes is on the video because we always like to get over 100 likes when we're doing this. Uh, doing this. So hopefully he's going to be there. I'm going to bring him on the screen and hope he's going to appear. That's done. But at the moment, as you can see, if you, he's got, we've got like a, well, we've, he's not there. Oh, hold on. Hello? Hello? Can we get your um, image on there, please, mate? I'm trying to Hello. Yes. Hello. Hello. We have it. Hi, mate. How are you doing? Hi, mate. I'm all right. Thank you, Dave. How are you? Now, I met this young man yesterday down at Chelsea. And um, tell everyone your background because this is your debut. Um. Well, I do my I do my own sort of wall stuff um, in my background. Um, yeah. I run my own page on Instagram. Uh, and I'll got, tell you what, your graphics are great. I'm going to get you yeah. doing some graphics as well. They're really good. Cheers, cheers. I've got um, 2,000 something followers. Um, my name is Southbank Wanderers um, on Instagram. Oh, I've been working in the backgrounds while I've been um, uh, watching on a. Uh, I'm making a Collins graphic right now for his some stuff he's done so far. So, yeah, I've been doing um, a what? I've been making a graphic for Nathan Collins so far. Fantastic, mate. Well, um, if you want to ping anything over, that's uh, for for us. <laughs> we'll get you on. You're quite good, actually. Yeah, at it, you, man. You, you, you like your design and stuff like yeah, that, do you? Yeah, yeah. 
that's a passion of yours, which is fantastic. And Merv said there's only 762 likes so far and there's 195. So, yeah, smash the like button. So how long have you been a Wolves fan, mate? And whereabouts in the world are you? All my life. I'm, a, I'm like 30 miles down the road from Wolverhampton. I'm not far at all. So. Oh, so you're quite close in. Yeah. And, and are you a season ticket holder? Yeah, I've been a season ticket holder for about six years, six, seven years. So. And would yeah. that be in the South Bank? Uh, Steve Ball, actually. Are you in, yeah. Oh, you got South Bank Wanderers and you're in the Steve Ball? Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know how that happens, but it's, yeah, that's how it happens. So, so you uh, you went down yesterday. Did you get to many away games? Yeah, we get to pretty much every away game, apart from, like, games like Brentford or, you know. The you, ones. So you are kind of, like, got decent points. Yeah, I yeah. class, like, uh, me and um, we're, like, we're, I class us as bronze. Um, yeah, we've got the gold yeah. and silver, and then we tend to be in the points just yeah, underneath yeah. that. So I'll say, oh, we're kind of bronze. I think I've um, got the we, maximum amount of loyalty points you can have. So Yeah, we're kind of yeah. on the side. So when you get to a Brentford or a, a Bournemouth who's got low allocation, it never goes generally to points, does it? No, yeah. No, it doesn't. Like, so there's the ballot, a, which is like 50 tickets, but yeah. Uh, the, is there even a ballot for Brentford? There's a ballot for Brentford, I think. There is. Yeah, I'm not sure how many tickets. I don't think I've seen that yet uh, because the producer's normally on top of that sort of stuff. Uh, Lucy the Golden Girl says, yay, Steve Bull. So um, you'll have to uh, go over and say hi to Lucy. She's lovely. She's in the uh, the Steve Bull stand as well. And you guys do make a a decent amount of noise these days. Yes, yeah, it's... um... Most of the time, all the crowd noise is just banter between the South Bank and Steve Ball. It so, is. Well, the yeah. North Bank don't do too bad, mate. We, oh, I'll, yeah. I'll have a go anyway. We, you know, we, I always sing and stuff like that. So, yeah. uh, Riddy here has said, anyone who thinks we don't, we're not getting relegated, we've scored eight goals in six months and the lowest scoring division in all four divisions. Well, we, we talked about this earlier with Sutton. We're the lowest score in the top eight divisions of uh, English football, actually, not just the top four, yeah, and yeah. most of Europe. Um, yeah, so largely went to all the division football games. My god, well, let's hope we ain't going to go back there, but you know, so mate, your thoughts on the uh, on the game from your perspective? We're all jovial before the match, weren't we? Yeah, I mean, I, I didn't, I had, oh, I don't have, I've had like. That sort of, you know, the feeling where you you, you know you're probably going to lose, but you just got like, a little bit of confidence. Like I think I, I think I said something like a one 0 like ninety plus in Costa winner. So, yeah, I was kind of hoping for the uh, for the same thing. To be honest, mate, I was yeah. really really hoping that it would be like that type of thing. I'll put the link for the uh, the football content awards in the. Uh, in the description there for people can get on and vote, which is only till midnight. Uh, how did you think Diego Costa did? I didn't I didn't think much of how he played, to be honest. He had a few touches in the box, which all of which really got stuck under his feet, really. He couldn't do anything about. Um, I've seen a few people like criticising the the testimonial he got when he like was to say testimonial. You know what I mean when he when he went off the pitch. And... To be fair, I don't. I know people said, "Oh yeah," but you can't blame him for that. No, it's like he, he, he was. 
He's a Chelsea legend. He's won yeah. two championships. He was back at the club. Is that opportunity came off? He soaked it up. He's that type of character, and I got no problem with that at all. Why not? He no. went. He did everything he could when he was on the pitch. It weren't like he wasn't trying to score and score a goal. So I don't. I think that's a bit off. But there are some people that will get on people's back for anything. Yeah. I mean, I mean um, yeah. We we gotta we gotta get behind him at the moment because he, he's he's not going to be that high on confidence. I mean, he's just played what six months out in Brazil and didn't do particularly well. So. You know, him having that, like, 40,000 people behind him singing his name and, you know, all wanting to, like, come up to him and, like, give him high fives and stuff, that's that's going to do his confidence a lot of good as well. So it's good for us, in a way. Yeah, the Wolves fans were singing. It's, uh, he's got his song, hasn't he? It's Diego, not Diogo. Yeah. I've been, I was saying yeah. that two weeks ago and people are finally... I was singing it two weeks ago uh, to myself. Yeah. I can sing it. It's Diego... Not Diogo it makes me happy. It's obvious, isn't it? And um, mm. so, and and, and the, he did do. Uh, what was that when we were singing that? And he he looked over at where we were. Did he wink or wave or smile or something? He went like, yeah, this I think he, yeah, 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 yeah. I like that. He was like, yeah, cheers, type of thing. Yeah, I um, mean, if if he scores, if he scores against Forest as well, it's all forgotten again, isn't it? You know, so. Well, we let, if anyone scores against yeah. Forest, it would be nice. So, you know, because like, crikey, we can't score. So, how were you feeling when the game, Fen? What was your overwhelming feeling as the game ended? It was, it was just all a bit of inevitability about it, wasn't it? You know, I, I had a feeling that it was always going to come. And I, I, were, I sort of prepared myself for it, like... You know, I, I'm worried, if anything, because, as some people have said, we scored three goals in nine games. Like, is it 77 in the last 80-something? In the last, like, since the start of 2020 And it, it's not, it's just something, I don't think it's a skill issue because we've got players like Guedes, Pedence, um, Neto on his back, Raul, who are all, you know, they're all players who play for the national teams. They all, they all, they're all, you know, good at what they do. They all know how to put the ball in the net. But it's the fact that we haven't actually played that well. well of course, I'm playing well, but we haven't, you know, been playing well for months now, and it's starting to show with how just how little goals we're scoring. So all lives wants you to t- to give us some positives. Come on. Come on, Dan. Give right. us, give the Wolves fans watching a bit of positivity. Let's have some positivity to end the show. Come on. So, defense is brilliant as well. Um, you know, Collins is Collins is twenty one. Any apart from you know the odd mistake, he does look like he's you know twenty six, twenty seven, and you know coming into his prime. And he's still got about maybe ten to f- even fifteen years left. Probably at the top, if if you know he pushed his potential, and that's we got him on a five-year contract or something, and that's that's amazing. Um, Kilman as well, the midfield as well, I think has got a lot stronger. Um, obviously, we've had Neves for a while. Uh, Nunes, he's really starting, he's really growing into it, really starting to look like you know he's worth the money we paid for him. Uh, we've got Bubakar Traore who. I've seen him 
but he's only played a couple games. But he's looked solid in the games he's played. He's had um, a few couple of cameo appearances. Like I was really looking forward to seeing him start at the weekend, and of yeah, course he was ill. So hey ho, yeah. everything then, goes wrong. Yeah, then we got to saw uh, got to see Hodgson, didn't we? You know, he made he made his first game, and Joe Hodge. Yeah, yeah, he made his first game, and a few, like I thought. You know, we could have brought him in on loan or bought him for like 10, 15 million quid. And I don't think anyone would have argued about it. He did. He looked good, to be honest. We got yeah, some good, good, talented players. He did good. And so we got, that's promising. So, yeah. Where are they, when, when are we going to start scoring some goals? Look into your crystal ball. When's it happening? The, the pause there doesn't enthrall me with a lot of confidence. OK, I'll ask you another question. Who yeah. do you want as manager? Lockatagi. Uh, if it was up to me, if I could have anyone in the world, I wouldn't Pochettino because I think you know, give him the squad that we've got. It's a bit like what he started out with, and maybe Southampton or Tottenham. And I just, I just think he could do something with it. But out of the actual candidates, I definitely want Lockatagi. And before we get on to the, uh, the three main questions, and and then spin the wheel. If you were to, if you were a betting man right now, are Wolves getting relegated? Yes or no? No. Oh, dear, it's no. oh no! You don't look that sound that confident, Dan. I've got to say. If we get Lopetegui, I think yeah. we're all right. But if we don't, if we get, I think Pedro Martins is. I, w- I would not be confident if we got him at all. But if we did Why? get Lopetegui and Quick. I'll be fairly confident we Okay, so your man of the match, your performance rating, and your moment of the day. Man of the match, I'll probably give it to Joe Hodge just because you know he surprised me a lot. Um, I thought he played really well. Like, well, I thought he played like, quite well for what he played as well. Yeah. Um, if yeah. Joe Hodge is watching this back tonight and hearing what we were saying about him and the reactions, he's going to be yeah, yeah. I did okay. He's going to be happy. He's getting a lot of good positivity. Performance. Can't really give anyone five, can you? Well, I did. I gave a six, but in retrospect, I probably would downgrade that to a five now. If I was going to VAR on it, I'd probably overrule (laughs) that six and downgrade it to a five. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Highlights of the day, other than meeting me for the first time in person. Hey! Um... It's got to be Manny, isn't it? He was oh, fantastic, yeah, of course. Inspiration. Sensational. Yeah. yeah. I reckon he really could have good. probably, you know, he'd, 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 if he'd have asked him, he'd have probably gone on and played uh, played wing back yeah. and had a good go at yeah. it as well. Yeah. I mean, you know, can he uh, can play up front? Well, I can. I'd have a go. Well, Guys, before we, uh, before we get on to spin the wheel, because we're going to get on to spin the wheel, I just want you to put a yes or a no in the comments, are your, your gut feeling right now are Wolves getting relegated? After nine games, are you saying yes or no? Yes or no? That's all you've got to say. It's a, it's a yes or a no question. Are Wolves going down in your opinion? Yes or no? After nine games, are you, what are you going to say? So we've got Andrew, no, no, no. Alf says yes. Carl, no. Tenbury Wells Martin. Oh, I'm surprised. Says yes. 
Uh, no lives, no. Keith, no. Christine says yes. Oh, dear. No. Kate is a no. Lucy is a no. Julie is a no. And you know what's great? We've got so many ladies uh, that are watching as well, which is brilliant. Uh, and we do want to get more females on the show. So if you want to get involved, just get a message. We've got quite a few no. So I'd say that's probably about 75% no. We won't. That's positive. So the fans still believe, they still believe that we're going to be okay, which is good. Yeah. Um, I mean, you've got to get this chat poll up and running. You're right, Andrew. I've been, I am, I will get there. I've got the wheel. We'll look into the poll thing. It's just, it's, it is something I'd like to be able to get. Then I'll have to plan these polls then. So, yes, no. no. So it looks like 75, 80% still. Still got, still got the face, mate. Yeah, yeah. I think whoever does come in, like, I think the thing that's got us in the position we have, because the players we have really put the squad on paper, it should be, you know, fighting for top 10, fighting for European football even. But I think just because of how much we've been, um, you know, not not scoring goals, not, not really playing to 100%, it's... The heads have just dropped, and I just, I just didn't, couldn't think um, Bruno would have been able to get them back up again. We need someone who can do that. It, I, it, I think it's gone clear to everyone them. that um, it, yeah. he had to go. Sadly, you know, I yeah. kind of like gradually kept making work. Like a lot of us was giving him reasons, but I'm, I, I'm not. I, I just want us to kick on now because it's depressing. I have to edit these match vlogs, and it's like yeah. Yeah. all the time I'm, I'm editing the vlogs, and it's like. There's hardly any joy in them, and I want more. I want I want joy back. Right, you ready? Yes, yeah. Go for it. Spinning the wheel. What is your favourite away day? Now it can be any away day, but what's your favourite one that well, comes what, to mind? What one I've been on, or one that like I'd like to go to, just best all round. I'll tell you what, we'll do one of each. One you've been on and one you'd like to go on. One I've been on, Cardiff away in the championship. Yeah. yeah. Is that because of the game or that particular I, game? I think it's, well, it was it was the one that basically, you know, we had the two penalties in the last minute. So that's like as a moment to have been there? Yeah, yeah. That's not necessarily in terms of the best experience, the whole yeah thing, but the actual being there for that game and them two crazy penalties at the end and Nuno yeah. running on the pitch and Warnock uh, running away from him, a bit like carry-on film and all that sort of jazz, that was a great moment. Well yeah. said. And one you'd like to go on? Um, I, like, I always like the London away days. Um Mainly because when my dad go, we stop and um, we stop like overnight and always have like you know time in London. Um, it's, probably, it's not really a obviously Albion away is a big one, um, but sort of a less obvious one. I remember go Fulham away because it's the, ground I want, it's the ground I want to go to. It's the ground with a good atmosphere. Of. Well, you'll be able to go this year. Yes, yeah. Because uh, they've got the new. Stat. 
they've got the new uh, they've got the new stand as well, haven't they? Which is yes. uh, yeah. which is uh, which is fantastic. Um, so yeah, listen, Dan. Thanks for coming on and making your you. uh, your you. debut. Thanks for waiting. I didn't know if I'd actually got you because, like, you were camera was turned off, your sound was turned off, and I was hoping that you'd appear when I pulled you on, which is which is uh, which which you have, which yeah. is uh, really really good. So much appreciate, guys. Just remember, vote uh, for us in the FCA's. Literally, links in the description below. You can vote on website of like people said multiple browsers incognito browsers just get voting always wolves on instagram the links there and also cut and paste onto twitter because you know it could make the difference with getting a getting a result working together as a pack to get that result um, and uh, guys, listen, thank you ever so much for all my guests tonight. It's been much appreciated. We've had a real good chat. You know, I know it's sad every week we come on and we've not scored a goal and we've not won and everything's kind of doom and gloom. But there are sunnier days. As they say, it's always darkest before the dawn. And Wolves' motto is, out of darkness cometh light. And that light will shine again soon hopefully there will be a new bright light shining and we'll start to look more positive we've got to you know keep believing keep the face that they get the right manager and as always we'll be reporting it on uh, the channel and the podcast and until the next one uh, from more everyone in the chat thank you for joining us please smash a like if you're new subscribe and all the guests good night god bless wherever you are in the world love to you and your families always wolves The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates are already booked in for double dipping and you're still the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.